Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Drew Powell, Butch from TV's Gotham, and you are listening to The Showdown Podcast. So what are you going to do, KD? You going to mess around out there in the streets till you get killed? What's that, sir? You got to think about your life. Being a black man in America isn't easy. All I'm saying is survive. You need to be glad that you graduated from high school and that you're alive at 18 and you need to do something with yourself before you end up like he did. I'm not going to end up like he did, alright? There's too many of you crying Oh man, you know I'm down, but I also know that life has better things to offer than what's on the street out there. Why are you so worried about me? Why shouldn't I be? Menace to society. The hunt is on, and you're the prey. Wake your punk ass up for the 93 shot. MCH in the motherfucking house. Gia. And it ain't nothing but a Compton thing, y'all. And we ain't nothing but niggas on the run. And this goes out to my niggas. What the fuck's up, showdowners? (laughs) Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. Happy New Year. Post-Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. This is January. Man, what a crazy few weeks it's been since we did the middle of December episode. It's been a lot going on. <laughs> Woo, the world's a crazy place now. I know it. Is Trump still is Trump still in office? Ah, oh, man, it would have been so much better. I was, I swear to God, I was the next thing I was going to say uh, was going to be, uh, you know, all hail newly president elect uh, Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. Happy New Thanks Year. The 25th Amendment. <laughs> We're going to be talking about a movie that appeared first on this show as a battle, but we didn't do it justice, so we will today. Menace to Society, where we'll have bankroller bust, and uh, we we didn't think of anything to talk to talk about. No, we didn't. Post, so we'll maybe figure that out later. Mm-hmm. 
I am in uh, live here in the Miller Zoo. I'm Brad Scott, joined to my left in the Miller Zoo by Corey Miller. Hello. And live via Skype from White Ass Delaware, Vic Miller. That's me. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's do uh, Bankroller Bust, I guess. Okay. I need Just to, uh, I guess, right pull up it. the music. <laughs> All right. Ready? Yep. Vic, are you re- are you prepared for uh, for our, our you know our signature? I am always prepared. All right, here we go. I may have lied. Hold on. It's... God damn it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. God, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, are you ready now? Yes, I'm ready. And now it's time for... Bank, Bank roll week's episode of bankroll and bus we are going to ask Corey miller our contestant uh to tell us the box office take based on the budget of the 1993 movie menace to society the budget for this movie Corey, was 3.5 million dollars brad tell him how much he can go over or under well, Vic, since it's a $3.5 million budget, that gives Corey a leeway of uh, 10%. So it's $303,000,000. No, $350,000. All right. Corey, what is the box office take of Menace to Society? I would just like to point out that we put the worst person at math in charge of... Uh... <laughs> Dude, every, every single time we do it, you're just like, and that's this much, Corey. <laughs> I'm going to say $100 million. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not really going with 100 million. I'm gonna go with uh, 25 million. Vic, say that again, Corey. 25 million. Brad, oh, I, I I thought you were gonna do that because I was playing the, the music. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Hang on, hang on. I just, I'm gonna take a stab in the dark. <laughs> Brad, this is the closest that Corey has ever come to being correct on this show. Wow. The box office take was $27.9 million. Oh, wow. wow. You know what, though? You know wow. what, you know what the, uh, the thing about that is? Uh, 27.9 was not right, so still. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we weren't throwing any hand grenades or horseshoes. Or tactical nuclear warfare. So let's uh just let's go ahead and get it out of the way. What did you guys? What do you guys think? Does this movie survive for you or not? We'll start with uh, probably the best representation for this movie, Corey. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. This one, this one definitely holds up for me. There's, I mean, when this first came out, um, I think I saw it on video. I'm sure I didn't see it in the theaters, and so we watched it a lot. And just rewatching it again, it's just like, yeah. And, and, and you know, memorizing, there's so many lines to, uh, that we used to say. Mm-hmm. Just to, and, uh, you know, just half the people didn't know, know what we were talking about. You know, there's there's lines, there's throwaway lines. Like MC8 gets out of the car at one point when they go uh, to get gas. And he tells somebody, uh, Gunny snaps on the Petro. We used to say that all the time. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, okay, wait. He still has not figured out how this works. I said yes, he does. <laughs> yes, but you should probably give us a chance too before no, you go. You're your... like we we discussed the movie 
after all three of us have given an answer, if you say yes and then just blow your load all over again. Oh, no, there's, I got so much to talk about. Ah, you said that with another episode that's Rudolph and Frosty. And you blew your load then. Vic, what you're, you think You're snoring on us. Like, you, you couldn't even... Uh. So, uh, I am in... No. Whoa. It doesn't. No. Probably because it was like watching your, your home movies. <laughs> I'll tell you why later, because I'm not like Corey over here. And for me, of course it does. I reference this movie all the time. It, it was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Uh, I love it. I, think, I love everything about it. I was obsessed with these type of movies when I was uh, younger. So it is a big survivor for me and for Corey, which of course means that it goes into the Hall of Fame and it is a survivor, which means... See, remember, this is this is the thing I was talking about, Corey. <laughs> remember that? Mm-hmm. On uh, WrestleMania, mm-hmm. our other show? Yeah. I was like, this is a podcasting trick. Yeah. Pretty sure, like, inside shit doesn't co- co- uh, convert well into... <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> Come on, B! <laughs> There it is. Yeah. Oh, you know who wasn't a survivor? Those two people that worked at the liquor store. Nope. <laughs> no, they, they definitely didn't survive past the uh, opening credits. Okay, so we but look. So here's here's my thing. Yeah, I'm more like, interested in this. I don't know this. why yeah, this is. I don't know why this is, but why is it that white guys, in, in particular, now I can tell you for a fact that I know a, a lot of white guys who think these are like the best movies in the world. And I can only figure out, and you guys have actually proved this time and time again on our show, because constantly whenever we're looking for a movie to pick, you guys pick these kind of movies. Actually, it's mostly Brad. What Um, do you mean these kind of movies? Oh, what'd you say about Mama? Uh, Look, so here's the deal. I don't understand, like, and whenever you guys talk about these movies, uh, the urban blight movies, the urban whatever, uh, it's about the references to the to the language, the references to the slang, like the sayings, like how you know, it was so cool and you guys as I'll use them. And it's the same fucking movie over and over and over. Well, there's again. one piece of slang and neither it just of us does use. Not make, make, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's the only one that I can use on it without having a problem. But Give it's it comes down to like these are the same movies every single time. All of these movies. Oh, have the I same disagree. Exact- what? Tell me Dude. the tell me the similarities okay, okay, between okay. this and Juice. All right, so Juice, you got a bunch of black kids that get themselves into trouble. You have one of them that wants to be better than than he is and and get and get out of the you know out of the 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 urban blight that they're in. One of them doesn't want him to do it and is doing everything he can to, to try to to keep him down with him. It's the same story. He wants to go out and be a DJ, but his buddy doesn't want him to and he's trying to fight him on it. In this one, he wants to go, you know, he wants to get away from the from the ghetto, but his buddy doesn't want him to. Same thing with Boys in the Hood. Oh, I want to leave here with my girlfriend, but I can't because my buddy's an asshole and causes problems for me and ends up trying to get me killed because he there it's the same story, guys. He, he kind of has a point. Like it no, is much, no, okay. It's, it's we, the same argument. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? The, it literally fits the same. The Incredible Hulk and Star Wars, same movie. Uh, bad guys trying <laughs> no, to take over no, the world, I, and good guys are trying to stop them. No, but, but here's, same so here's movie. But here's the deal. You wouldn't like the Force pick, when it's angry. You pick how many times you pick those movies? How many times do I pick them? Yeah, how many times you pick those movies? I don't start to feel like an accusation. <laughs> 
No, it's it's just a straight up point. Like it's it's because Vic, when I was growing up, I wanted to see a world I would never go to, in a place exactly. I would never be, and, and, and with people I would never value, know, doing things I would never no do. Value to me as someone who has lived in that in that in lived that kind, not lived that story exactly, but come from that world to watch it over and over again in the same story, just to see what happens when we already know what happens. Like there's no value to those movies for me because that none of that lingo, none of those things, none of those ever like was something that was new or different or exciting to say or anything else. Whereas like it's I don't know, I it's, it they just don't appeal to me anymore. Like you can watch them the first time and they're like, oh, okay, it's a good movie, but then after that, it doesn't hold any kind of like replay value for me whatsoever. That's why, like, I'm like... Sounds I like you forgot where you life. came from. <laughs> I got shit to do with that, trust me. Uh, <laughs> but it just, it's like, what? I don't understand. And and it's not, I'm not trying to be, like, dickish when I say it. But literally, like, most of the people, when you're like, oh, name a good, name a really good movie with, with and it's like, this is the story. Like, everyone comes with the same fucking thing over and over and over again. Well, but like, I, but I, I, don't know. I really relate to this. I can't tell you how many times... I've been at a block party, you know, hanging on the uh, stoop, watching the ghetto birds fly above. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all had that one uncle that's old crack. Now, in my defense, the reason I like it so much is when it came out, this, I mean, the music, the soundtrack to this, that was the type of music I was listening Go to. Go fuck yourself. What? <laughs> You're trying to leave me here on an island. No, no, no. See, I only just, I just appreciated the music of the film. No, no, no. You didn't even let me finish. So the movie itself was like seeing, you know, hearing the songs uh, and, and seeing it, you know, and, in, in, you know, seeing it as opposed to just hearing it. They didn't perform any of the songs, Corey. No, but their songs were in there. So it was kind of like a music video. For, no. Know, for are you talking about like Ice Cube was in a movie and they played his music, so it was like watching a music video? Mm, well, I don't even think they played any Ice Cube music in Boys in the Hood. Uh, I don't know if they did or not, but I, I don't <laughs> think what I'm trying to I think what I'm trying to say is I'm not I'm not getting it to come out right. But for me, yes, I, I we really enjoyed this movie and we literally did watch it over and over again, and I think that's why it holds so much um, with me still for the music. Well, not just the music. At that same time period, were you also reading Playboy for the articles? Maybe. <laughs> but it's, not, it's just not It's not just the music either. Again, like I said, a lot of the dialogue and, and a lot of the lines in there, they're they're memorable. You you remember those lines and, you, you know, you... Man, both y'all acting like some motherfucking... Bitch, man, give me my motherfucking joint. Yeah, see? Which... Which uh, what was that? Uh, when the when the one dude comes up uh, in the morning to uh, have him steal the car? Well, it's in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It is the afternoon. <laughs> I guess. Corey, uh, did you watch the same movie? <laughs> no, because I forgot he did say because they did mention what time it was and he was uh, having him make breakfast and it's just just little stuff little stuff that was going on in the background. Uh, I didn't real I forgot that Samuel Jackson was in. Man, it. let me get some links with them grits. <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry than a motherfucker. <laughs> Too short is is got a couple lines in there. Uh, MC8, um, he actually says, "Y'all uh, going to Jack in the Crack?" He uh, he he actually knows other words besides "gee." You ever notice in in, in, in every MC8 it, song he says that like twenty times? Because it ain't nothing but a Compton thing. Yeah. I mean, th there's so many, and uh, I mean, even like the the opening scene after the liquor store, when when you know the it, when he's when. Kane is a child, 
and Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a friend that literally, that is how we talk shit to each other. It, like when we're playing video games, it's like, oh, who you think you is, motherfucker? Ron O'Neill, motherfucker? Yeah, we use that all and the time, And one of the too. best, one of the funniest parts of the whole movie is when, after Sam Jackson shoots him, mm-hmm. and uh, the one guy's like, damn, we have to do that for it. He's like, you owe me some motherfucking money? He's like, nah, but here you go. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> and laughing. just throws some money that out. That was Crackhead Zell from Friday. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, this, like, I don't think it's just, okay, so... Vic, you're basically you guys, you guys literally just proved my my entire argument. But we weren't the only ones. I quote no, I have quoted you, that to several black people the and they know what I'm talking about. Money. The movie did not make hardly any money. <laughs> no, but it became a classic. It became like a cult classic. It became a movie yeah, but everybody you know saw. Classic too, you guys. It made twenty two million at the box office. We just established that. Uh, 27, Tw- you, we just told you the answer. Whatever. 27, we just But you still you proved my that. point. By the way, Vic, no. that's a win. That's nine times yeah, the budget. Yeah, I know it's a win. I know it is. But still, based on a, the, the same story, which amazes me that you can do rerun the same story over and over and make any money. But to me, it's not the same story. That's like saying, it's okay, my friend the Roach, like saying the two It movies are the exact same. Because he's like, whoa, whoa, is there a clown? Is he, no. Know? Like, no, no, no. That's, that's no. Two, they're two Hold different on. movies. Hold Just on. like to me, Boys in the Hood and Miss Society are to me like to me, Boys in the Hood is like the commercial mainstream. Minister Society and Minister Society was more of the grittier, you know, more more edgier. I didn't think but Boys in the Hood okay. was that good. I didn't. I honestly, I didn't either. I was not a. I like it because it's nostalgic. But other than that, yeah, you're right. I thought Minister Society was a great film. Yeah. Period. I thought the story was great. Uh, I thought. The way that it had a more, um, it didn't have a happy ending. It's watching the same story happen to a a bunch of guys in the other neighborhood. That's all it is. Really? Because that's what it comes to. Because Trey lives in Boys in the Hood. Kane dies in Menace to Society. There's the difference. I got to say, Kane was a (laughs) bit of a big difference. Kane was a bit of a pussy, though. How long did he stay in the hospital after he got shot? Oh, a few days. I I think they said like two weeks. Oh. Tupac was out the next day. And he got shot five he, times. Uh, he went to court the next day. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, there's, okay, so the computer love scene where he robs the guy for computer his rims. Love. I mean, this, you're right. The music was a huge part of this, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that guy and say that's what I was well, watching it for. And of course the music, of course you have it. Love and happiness. Again, I mean. Again, you have a built-in soundtrack to the, to the existence of these movies. But the way the the way the music was used in this movie, I thought was really well done, mm-hmm. including that opening shot over South Central Los Angeles with Ghetto Bird playing. Mm. It was just a perfect song to kind of give you the grittiness and feel to the movie. And then, I mean, Love and Happiness—the way they play on the way to the drive-by. Yeah. This the fact that the fact that Kane wasn't like here's the thing. You know, here's a big difference. I understand what you're saying. Like as far as the actual movie itself goes, the movie was well done, but it doesn't hold up to me because it's literally just. But no, but here's a big difference. And the same storyline and the same argument. And you guys always say, "Hold on," you guys always give the same reason why these movies survive for you every single time. If you go back and listen to why the movie survived before. Uh, to why um uh, uh not boys why uh, juice survived like every single time 
both of your guys' answers to why those movies, uh, like I could literally take and cut your reason for this one into that one, and it will still work, except for the names are changed. So, okay. it, it, like these movies will never ever not make it. It's a similar so genre, that, but here's a big. So, Here's so big... much so that if these movies continue to be like a regular effect, I'm going to start adding war movies into this shit. <laughs> because that, to me, is what you guys... Is, is My reference to war movies is exactly what your reference to these movies are. It's something that I didn't have to experience on a regular basis, but it's cool because you get to hear all the cool shit that was happening. It's the same thing. You know what? And, and again, all the war movies have the same storyline. Okay, so I would be guilty of the same exact hold on, thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, first of all, I got two things. First, there is, to me, one like big key difference between like Boys in the Hood and Men in Society, which is the, the protagonist in both, which is Trey in, in okay. Boys in the Hood, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Mm-hmm. and Kane by that one guy in Menace Society. <laughs> so, right? Okay, so those are two protagonists. In Boys in the Hood, he's almost like almost like in the wrong place, you know? Like he's better than his environment or whatever. He's this really pure, good kid, you know, with a bright future. Whereas Kane is not the best guy. I mean, he ends up selling drugs. Yeah, he ends up robbing a guy at gunpoint. He ends up getting a girl pregnant and then, uh, you know, denying uh, that it's his responsibility. I mean, he's not a good guy. He's an anti-hero. Like, like in Juice? Where that same no, no, story no, no, happens? no, no, because in Juice, Omar Epps is the character? protagonist, and he's a good kid. But he got the girl. But it's it's just it's just the same. It's recycled shit. Really, I forgot about the DJ competition in Minnesota Society. It's just and I forgot about storyline. I was getting ready to say I forgot about the liquor store scene in Juice, but they actually kind of had that with the (laughs) gas station. Yeah, exactly. But okay, but but O Dog was like Tupac times fifty. Let me just ask you this: Do you understand my argument to this? I mean, in a way, but I hate when people break. I mean, yeah, if something's in a similar genre, then it's a niche genre like that. You're gonna have similarities, but I I wouldn't feel like I'm watching the same movie if I watch Above the Rim, Juice, Minute Society, and Boys in the Hood back to back to back to back. I would not feel like I'm watching the same movie. You could say the same thing. You could say the same thing about. Uh horror movies and the slashers it's like okay this, there's a killer we've never seen before he's coming after me he's going to kill him all we all know the premise uh but we still enjoy the movies we still watch them but this is kind of the same in, thing in that, in that genre though you still have different ways of things happening and all of these things just kind of happen well, there's not a basketball tournament in this movie <laughs> but that's not the same kind of movie I'm talking about Menace Society or Above the Rim. I mean, you would put that in this category. No, no, no. Okay. That's a different storyline. That has something. There's something. There's a difference. There's a, a different. Um, there's a different element to that movie. Above the Rim has a different element to it that makes the story different enough to make it not fit in that same exact like those three movies. There is. So the, Sorry. The group dynamic, the group dynamic in Above the Rim, is different enough to make that movie watchable at like a different in a different frame of mindset to me. Okay, the other movies don't have that ability to change the, my mindset on how to watch that movie and what I get out of that movie. It's literally just like kind of like what Corey said, a music video, but it's still just kind of the same thing over and over again. Okay, well, it's just it's just the way it sits with me. I love Above the Rim. But you cannot compare above the. This is such a better written, acted, everything movie. I mean, here's the thing. The other, the other thing about this movie: the acting in it. 
Jada Pinkett Smith kills it. Charles S. Dutton kills it. Uh, Lorenz Tate. That there's not never been a character like O Dog. This was his first role, which is insane to me. But yeah, uh, yeah. There's not been a character in any other type of movie like this, like O Dog, young black, and just didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that opening scene, we've talked about it a couple times. I put it up there with cliffhanger with think, Jaws. But you don't think? But you so so Tupac didn't have that same character, but it was just Tupac. So because he was he was known already. That's not the same. Well, character. okay, Tupac. Like, if you if you talk about that, if you say that, you can't. You have to be able to say that that character Tupac played in Juice is that same character, young thug, and just don't give a fuck because that's what he. That's the character he actually he does say that. But um, that's his character. There's a difference between. I think there's a difference between Tupac, uh, Tupac's character, and Lauren State's character. Oh, there's a huge difference. Tupac's character has like a psychological problem, and and, and Lawrence Tate's character is probably just a product of his environment. Yeah. You don't think and that whole he's, movie, what, he's uh, reckless. Juice is all about yeah. being a product, a product of their environment. They actually talk about it. Well, but I'm saying like, <laughs> but but that's not the whole. That's not menace to society's point. That's just how, how I feel. Lorenz takes character would be developed. I don't feel like he's has a psychological issue like Tupac's character. Like Lorenz Tate wasn't murdering his friends. He murdered right. the Asian store uh, owners and, and he, the you know, and the uh, well and the uh, uh, the the people on the drive by him and wax oh, yeah 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 See, that's the other thing trey went home cried going for an oscar punched the air and then hugged his girlfriend's leg uh when it came time to do business at the drive-by kane put that mask on stepped out and fired the first shot that's a big difference he was a he was a he was almost like a black tony soprano he was like a bad guy, but you kind of cheered for him. Like you this wanted it down, to work out for him. It comes down to the same reason. Like why the fuck is it that every black person thinks that Scarface is the greatest movie in the world? <laughs> yeah, I, I've never really understood that either. I like the movie. And, and, and now I'm going to, and, and now equate that same idea to this and you can understand what I'm saying. The funny, I, I don't, I don't understand because, you know, like Scarface, he comes from nothing. Builds it up an empire and then it crumbles because that's what they're like saying. That. Because because they're, they're saying like, oh yeah, I, I this is the, the the story behind it is that they came from nothing. He built up this thing and then that's when they stop watching the movie. Uh, apparently, they never so. noticed. They never noticed the failure part. Fifty <laughs> Cent leave that part out. <laughs> uh, Fifty Cent has a line in a rap song where he says, "I watch gangster flicks and root for the bad guy and turn it off before it ends because the bad guy died." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, by the way, this right here may be one of the most quoted scenes in history. That's so fucking funny. Any of y'all want a hamburger? No, you want to know the most fucking quoted thing in the world? What? Damn! There you go. That's it right there. So Friday's the same movie, right? <laughs> no, Friday's a completely different movie. What? What do we do? 
You talk. You have, a, you have a guy who just wants to get out of his area, get out of the hood. But but, but listen, it's it's a comedy. It's a comical take on what all the other ones are. When you're talking about a spoof, which is pretty much what this is, it's a spoof of of, of the Urban Blight movies. That's it doesn't quite fit. It's a comedy. But if you, but now let's talk, now let's talk about all of the all of the same movies that fit in the the same storyline as this. And it does. Uh, you you it's they're just considered to be spoof movies to me. They're comical versions of the Friday Urban wasn't Blight. a spoof. Don't be a menace to now, South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. That's a spoof yeah, movie. But it's it's it it bridges the gap. It's and the a gap hell of a spoof movie. Friday is the gap between. But it's still just I mean, look, and then you if you look at uh what uh the wash, it's it's the same kind of thing. It's just a comical version, kind of a, a comical look at the urban plight thing of what happens to the everyday person that's not a gangster. Did it's, you notice it's, it's, Sits the same way to me. Did you notice the uh, Korean store uh, store owner that gets shot in the beginning? It's the same guy that's in Don't Be a Menace, and they redo really? the whole scene. You remember the scene from Don't Be a Menace? They do the whole thing. The same act, same actor. And when I was watching back Menace, all I could think about was the scene from that movie and just laughing through the whole thing. Look, the fact that he could take all of those movies and put the put all of those spoof pieces from all of those movies into the end of Don't Be a Menace uh, kind of shows that they're all the same movie. He can tie all those movies together in the same thing, in the same bundle. It works. It's I don't know. I it's it's not. I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. I'm not saying that the movies were bad. It just doesn't stand up to me because like once you once I've watched it, like watching it again doesn't hold any real value to me because it just becomes the same old shit over again. So. Well, you know what I'll tell but you. But it's a, it's a survivor and, and it wins because it will always win. You know why, Vic? <laughs> why? Because the hunt is on, <laughs> and you are the hunted. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. It's commercial time. Vic, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at MillerKing51 on the social medias. You can also find me playing games on all systems as Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q and Angry. Corey? You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at NKOGonzo. You can find me at BradScottComedy.com. BradScottComedy on social media. And uh, check out Ginger Jesus 2K. Also, uh... Check out WrestleMania, Corey and I's professional wrestling-related podcast focusing on comedy. We give you the wrap-up of the week in pro wrestling with a humorous view and the interesting stories. And if you'd like to hear us uh, talk about something a little different from the big screen to the small screen, you can join Corey and I on the Miller Times podcast where we talk about, debate, and uh, sometimes berate all of the TV shows that we enjoy, uh, most of which are following the comic book TV series uh, from both Marvel and DC Comics. And that's the Miller Times podcast. Church. Something that can make you do wrong, make you do right.
Welcome back. This is our Minister Society episode. Can you guess out of the two white guys and the black guy who doesn't like this movie? Didn't say I didn't like it. Said he doesn't hold up for me. That's fair. All right. So welcome back. We thought uh, we'd do something uh, fun. We would do a recast of Minister Society. Uh, so here we go. Here is our recast of Minister Society, one of the most inf- infamous scenes of the movie. Wow. You don't drink beer in a store. Hey, man, I'm going to pay you. Hey, look, bitch, you're getting on my nerves. Wow, you hurry up and buy. Hey, shut the fuck up, mortal. Just pay and leave. Hey, man, I said I'm going to pay you with my ejaculate. Why don't you calm your motherfucking nerves? Hurry up and go. Why Why don't you get my homeboy his change? I don't want any trouble. Wow. Just get out. I can't stand y'all. I feel sorry for your mother. What? What'd you say about my mama? You feel sorry for who? Pew! 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 This mortal is clean. (laughs) Bitch, where's the motherfucking videotape? I said, ejects, not rewind. Pew, pew. Now I'm going to eject my ejaculate. Pew, pew. (laughs) I can't fucking stop laughing. No, you know what? That's perfect. This is how the episode should end with just Vic laughing. For the Showdown Podcast, for Corey Miller, for Vic Miller, I'm Brad Scott. Wow, you not drink beer in store. Hey man, I'm gonna pay you. Like, hey look, bitch, you getting on my nerves. You hurry up and buy. Shut the fuck up, man. Just pay and leave. Hey man, I said I'm gonna pay you. Why don't you calm your motherfucking nerves? Hurry up and go. Why don't you give my homeboys change? Why don't you go ahead and get it? God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> we skipped a couple lines. No, I knew that's the better way to go. Oh, that's did. why I told you after you say, hurry up and go, your next line is, uh, I don't want any trouble. That's right. All right. From the Take top. Take two. Take two. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 